0: Raising Nashville.
1: Raising Nashville. Raising Nashville. Raising Nashville. Welcome to this week's episode of Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice Box. Old boy. And we have a very special show for you today. As we have had in the past, we've had special guests, and we are all three very excited about our special guest today. Uh, in the past, it's been our children. Um, there's been one wife present in one of our episodes. But this week, all the way from the West Coast, comes the composer and writer of our theme song, Raising Nashville, Mr. Shane LaRue. What's up, guys? Yeah, welcome to the show. Um, we used to have a podcast back in the day called Cool Whip and Sugar Cane's Red Box Movie Reviews. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. We did about 60 episodes, I think, if we count back correctly. It was like, it was like 60. Uh, it's where we... How
2: many of those movies can you actually remember? Because I felt like I could remember like 20. That's what I was, 12? (laughs)
3: There was a lot of drinking.
2: What was that one? Nashville Straw?
3: Country Straw? I swear to God, I... You, I think you guys made it up.
1: So it was a podcast where we did co- comedic uh, reviews of movies after we had watched them and indulged in a few. Uh, it was fun for us, but we had a theme song on that podcast, which is one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, actually, we'll just let you take a listen real quick. And now, please welcome two
0: guys who thought a red box was a side effect of Viagra.
1: So, I don't know about you guys, but two guys who thought a a red box was a side effect of Viagra could be one of the best one-off lines I've ever heard in my life. It's gold. Shane, I've got to know how you created that. Because all we do is we send him the idea of what our podcasts are going to be, and he creates these amazing theme songs.
0: I, I'm surprised that like it wasn't. It seemed like a really easy one. Like oh, this has <laughs> probably been done before. Red box, and it was put. But yeah, it was like find a joke about red box, and then it popped in my head, and it's it's great. <laughs> thank you. It's one of my proudest moments so far.
1: <laughs> so the reason we have Shane here and what we want to bring to you today is our four that we all chose a conspiracy that we want to go through. And some of them are outlandish. And some of them, like, in my opinion, I want to try to convince you that this person is right. Um, I want to try to convince you that something actually happened that's been a conspiracy theory for years. Oh, cool.
2: So, okay. I can't (laughs) wait. Um. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just want to say too that we are we're not getting into any like super crazy conspiracy theories. I mean, they are crazy, yes, but sure. we're not we're not going into nine eleven. We're not going into Q anonymous whatever that stuff is. Like that that stuff, it's too much, and we could do a podcast for ten hours talking oh, about that. Man, yeah, I what, was what's I was going to bald- do Pizza Gate. No. God, no, 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 I'm playing. no. That's What's
1: terrible. the bald-headed guy that yells a lot that has the conspiracy theories? Alex Jones? Yes, we're not Alex Jonesing you here. No, no, no. we're gonna have some fun. This is kind of funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think mine's a little bit more serious, but uh, <laughs> as we're facts, <back>, I think <laughs> okay. I, I took this the wrong way. You said conspiracy theories. I we're know we're kind of poking so- fun at it. Really. Yeah, sure.
3: All right, so I, I wanted to kind of get to. What is a conspiracy? So, a conspiracy is a secret plan. This is Merriam-Webster: a secret plan made by two or more people to do something that is harmful or illegal. So I was like, oh man. So like, I want to talk about the largest conspiracy around the globe that more than likely you were a victim of. Everybody here, and probably our listenership, and I'm betting you're also complicit to it.
1: Okay, now uh, now you've got me questioning whether yours so is funny or not.
3: <laughs> I'm talking about the conspiracy of Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> oh my God,
3: you're deliberately lying to your children.
1: Is that a make conspiracy? Them,
3: to make them, everybody's in on it, right? And you're you're intentionally lying to your kids to make them behave.
1: Sure. Or believe in something that's, that's not magical. Not and that's not real that, that you, you know. That they've made movies you, that about. That, and, that, and, it? Well,
3: sure, they made movies about Batman. Dude, you know, but I mean,
1: <laughs> wait, wait, what but did you Batman say? doesn't come one day a year, man. <laughs> oh, but they. But I mean, Batman doesn't bring them presents.
3: Uh, he brings what? He brings justice. swift justice. So, I, uh, but I mean, <laughs> so you're intentionally lying to your kids about something with the intention of making them cooperate.
1: You are so. We are the. We are the man. I say the deceit is harmful. I it,
3: it hurt me when I found out.
1: It did not hurt mm. me.
3: But then I turned around and I was also complicit. I think I think Santa Claus is a conspiracy that we're all silently complicit with. Um, actually, that's not what I was going to talk about though. Okay. What about got, the
1: Easter Bunny? And uh, I detest the Easter Bunny. Okay. Yeah. Tooth Fairy? Uh,
3: we're not there yet. Maybe H5? Tooth Fairy is
1: more of a reward thing, though. Like you lose a tooth and the fairy comes. It's not like you know this could come. And right,
3: the Tooth right, right, Fairy is right. more
1: like you're automatic. If you it's lose happened. a tooth, she's yeah, gonna show up. You're getting a dollar, I guess now. Yeah,
3: you know because inflation.
1: Okay, tooth so was Tooth Fairy is a lady. Okay, so he or she could show up. It's 2019, man. That's sorry, right. sorry. Yeah. That's right.
3: Um, <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So actually, so when I—that's not my subject. It's not Santa Claus. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's Paul is dead is my oh,
1: is my yeah. conspiracy
3: theory, and it's uh, it's about uh, back in the '60s, there was a lot of rumors and uh, I guess it was word of mouth that Paul McCartney died in a violent car crash in like 1968.
1: Okay. And he was decapitated, so that would have been like the height of the Beatles.
3: Yeah, hold on, no, it, but it, this decapita- is key. decapitated. Okay, this is key
1: <laughs> in a car crash.
3: Yes, okay. He got in an argument with the rest of the band, said, "You know, you wankers," and then fucking drove off. Car crash, no head, no, no bangs, head. <laughs> off. Yeah. So, out of greed and and fear of mass suicides, the Beatles and I guess the the production company, the the record company decided we better hire a lookalike to continue to, to act as Paul so that we can continue to make money <laughs> and all these young women don't kill themselves. Right.
1: Wait, I mean, wait, wait, their it, excuses were fear and mass suicides, not money. Like, no, no, no. I said greed, greed. G- okay. Number, greed, number one, sorry. Greed,
3: no. greed, and then, um, mass, suicide. then mass suicides. Cause you know, Clearly, all these girls the yeah, well, girls Mike, dude, buy gonna, stuff too Exactly. yeah yeah they're losing their market if they go kill themselves that's right you can't like lemmings they would just run off a cliff
1: Okay, so Paul Car- Paul McCartney, who I saw last year play at Bridgestone Arena yeah. here in Nashville. In,
3: in my conspiracy theory, that is not Paul McCartney. That is a man named Billy Shears, who won a look-alike contest back in the fucking 60s. I got a quick cussing. Back were, in the 60s. <laughs> I know, I'm really trying to. Were, they, were they putting on look-alike
1: <laughs> contests, like, naturally? They like, hey, who looks I like the Beatles? I
3: think famous people constantly just run those, just in case. You know, they're like, you know, if, so, if Taylor like Swift... In. Yeah, if Taylor Swift... Yeah, I need a oh, vacation. So
2: you think the actual celebrities
1: were the look-alike competitions? Yeah, they're like, dude, I need, I need, yeah, uh-huh. let's
3: get this person up there. We'll lip sync, you know, teach them, and then they can just run with it. I man. think
1: Taylor Swift definitely has a double, at least one. Yeah, at least yeah. right.
3: So, so wrapped with guilt after this decision they've made, the rest of the the three Beatles are like, "All right, dude, we feel bad. You know, Paul's dead. We're still making all this money, so let's hide clues." To us covering this up in our artwork and our in our album (laughs) covers and our lyrics. Great. So I'll cover some of the ways that they have hid certain things into their into their art.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on. Before you read this, let me get this straight. Yeah. Paul McCartney Billy Shears (laughs) who I saw last year died in in a car crash in like the sixties and was decapitated. And his head was gone. So he replaced him with a lookalike, and this Uh guy has carried the Beatles from like the late '60s to when the Beatles end. Do you guys? Does does anybody remember? Was it like it's got to be early '70s or something like that? So he carried them the last few years when they Mm -hmm. were in their like legacy years, I guess. Right. Yeah. Long hair, playing on top of the building in England. uh, Don't let me down, Beatles.
3: Yeah, pretty much the last half of the Beatles is Billy Shears. There's Paul McCartney. They had to teach him how to play a guitar and.
1: I've got a million questions now, but keep going. All
3: right. So I'm just going to cover some of the ways that they, that they um, hid messages into their stuff, right? So on the cover of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, there's...
1: A million things on the cover of that album.
3: Right. And it invokes imagery of a funeral. I'll bet a very colorful and eccentric one, because I've been to a few funerals and they look nothing like that. <laughs> um, but it, it's supposedly representing Paul's funeral. Okay. okay. There's a song called revolution number nine. And if played backwards, allegedly says he hit a pole better get him to see a surgeon. I'm going to poke a hole in that. Cause if you get decapitated, there ain't no surgeon
1: <laughs> yeah. that can help. <laughs> and you got to play situation. it backwards.
3: Yes. Yeah. It was real big back in the day okay. uh, playing stuff backwards, man. You know, Satan's on there. Um. And- there's a song called I'm so tired played backwards. Allegedly says, Paul is dead. Miss him, miss him. (laughs) Strawberry Fields Forever played slowed down. Allegedly has John Lennon saying, I buried Paul. Even though John Lennon later admitted that he actually said cranberry sauce. So, and then the, the most, uh, I think that what a lot of this stems from is the cover of Abbey road has, um, is supposed to represent a funeral procession with John Lennon's in the front. He's supposed to be the priest dressed all in white, but I, I don't, I don't really get that. Um, Ringo is dressed in black. He's supposed to be a pallbearer. Uh, George is in the back. He's, he's in jeans. He's supposed to be the grave digger. And then Paul who's shoeless is supposed to be the corpse.
1: Um, okay, and so, the, the
3: most clear, the most relevant, and the 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 one that everybody really harps on is uh, "Octopus's Garden," which is sang by Ringo. If played backwards at half speed, clearly says that um, he kept the head and gave coordinates to where it's buried. <laughs> whoa! whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. So Ringo kept the head.
3: <laughs> Oops. Uh, clearly. It, in Octopus's Garden, played backwards at half speed, you can hear Ringo say that he kept the head and he gives specific coordinates to where it's buried.
1: Hmm. That can be a, yeah, that's a conspiracy all in itself. It's weird. It's kind of like yeah. um, uh, who are we talking about? So at this point, somebody's already – Got his
2: head right, like yeah. I mean, there, yeah. There's a lot of people so, out there. There's a lot so of holes some, out. It's
1: out by Stone. So there's
2: like some super eccentric billionaire somewhere that's like, you want to see some crazy
1: shit? <laughs> I got Paul McCartney's head. Fucking, yeah, Paul that's McCurney. right. Yeah. But does that mean Ringo was in the car with him, or he was just close? I don't know, man. I, I mean, don't... you'd have to scoop up a head pretty quick before somebody noticed and like took it with them. <laughs>
3: I guess. Look, I don't
1: know. I'm getting way too literal <laughs> right, on this. Right.
3: All right. So that's that's pretty much my conspiracy and um you the, know
1: the one thing I did read about that was they made a follow up album to the uh a follow up to the album Revolver and it was never released and it was lost. And apparently that's when the switch happened. Um, and that's when who'd you say Billy Sherling or Billy Shears? Billy Shears,
3: and and they even say what it, it's a song on Lonely Uh Sgt. Yeah. Peppers. It's like it's fr- an opening
1: song, I yeah. Think.
3: We want to introduce to you.
1: Yeah,
0: the one and only uh, Billy Shears.
2: The one and only Billy
3: <laughs> Shears. They're like, fuck, man, these people, these clueless fucks.
2: And that's Paul, even, that's we're Paul the, singing that, too, actually. that was yeah, They were actually trying to in- <laughs> introduce them, and like, no one got it, so we'll just keep saying it's Paul McCartney. They
1: didn't and believe they, it.
3: They're not picking up the clues, you guys. Just tell them who you are. <laughs>
1: All right. So that, I mean, that was a good, that was a good conspiracy. That's, it's, I like that. It's interesting. Paul I, McCartney's not dead. So if you go see him, no, you know, we, we admit, Paul McCartney is dead. If you go see him right now, you're actually going to see a guy named Billy Shears. Mm-hmm. Just know that out there when you pay $400 for a nosebleed seat to go see Paul McCartney. That's right, man. Yeah. Um,
2: that is a good one. I recommend if you're interested in it at all, uh, you go are. down a rabbit hole sometime. It's some pretty crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. All right, so um, I want to try to convince you guys something. Uh, Did you know that the Titanic never sunk?
2: (laughs) No, I
3: did not know that. So... Burn me something, Buck. Yeah,
1: I've been an avid Titanic fan since I was a little kid. And it's DiCaprio? Because, no, no, not the movie, the actual boat, the story, the uh, the facts, history. I've been a Titanic fan. It's been a, it's been a thing. It's something bigger than me.
2: For sure, I, I agree with that. Like even before the movie
1: came out, like I was obsessed with how big it was. I had these picture books when I was a kid. And it showed the destruction of it, and it always scared me. And I was I was big into horror movies and things like that, so I was into the story, because this mammoth thing that's bigger than everything on Earth splits in half, and it's an unsinkable ship in the middle of the ocean, and it sinks on its maiden voyage. That shit is eerie to me, right? Yeah. So um, what I want to bring to you guys this week is the Titanic actually never sunk, so they've been lying to us for years. Everything I've studied, every movie that's been put out and documentary is a lie, and here's why. Um, because there used to be a company called the White Star Line, you know, they created the Titanic. They also created a couple of other ships that came out at the same time as the Titanic. Uh, It was called the Olympic Line of Ships back in the day, because they had three ships, the Olympic, the Titanic, and the Britannic. Uh, These three ships were supposed to rival some of the other uh, ocean liner companies out there. They were faster, uh, they were built better, but uh, the White Star Line wanted to create this Olympic line of ships, which is the luxury version, right? So these were the God. first... Um, what do you... Cruiser, cruise ships. ships. Yeah, yeah, first cruise ships. But they also went from England to New York. Um, so that was the cruise, and then you could go to New York to uh, to England and you know, back and forth, whatever. So... Um, The Olympic was the very first ship that was built in 1911, and it was the namesake. It was the Olympic line of this White Star line of ships. Uh, It was built in 1911, uh, bankrolled by J.P. Morgan, um, obviously, which is a massive company right now, but the biggest... Uh, or he was the first he was jp morgan he was the guy who created all of it right and for the sake of this story he might remind you of mr potter from it's a wonderful life because he was just this old rich asshole billionaire are um, you gonna
2: start bringing up it's
1: a wonderful life on every <laughs> single episode <laughs> yeah you know, what's that town called again uh what is it potterville no wait, that's in the bad dream I'll think of it later. Anyway, sorry. It, but he reminds me of old man Potter and gotcha. his wonderful sorry. life. So J.P. Morgan bankrolls this White Star line. They create these three ships. The Olympic is the namesake. The first one built in 1911. Titanic wasn't built until 1912. Uh, or cert, actually, sorry, uh sailed its first voyage until 1912, right? The Olympic was the first one, 1911, right out of the gates, January, they send it out on its first voyage. It goes on five voyages, more than that. On the sixth voyage of the Olympic, it hits another ship, a military vessel, right? It hits it. The guy who was driving was an idiot, took a left turn when he was (laughs) supposed to take a right, runs right into this military ship, gashes this Olympic, this major voyage ship. And, It limps back to port, and it gets put in a port right next to the one they're building, the Titanic, for repair, right? Um, So they go to trial on that crash, and the Olympic and White Star Line and J.P. Morgan lose that trial. So they get no insurance money from that crash to repair that ship, right? And it was just damaged. It couldn't go out. It's going to take a couple years to repair. It's just sitting in a port, not making any money. And right next to it is the Titanic, which looks oddly strange eerily similar to the Olympic. I like this. Yeah. So what the story goes is it, it wouldn't take very much to take all of like the nameplates, the letterhead, the life jackets that said the Titanic and switch them with all the ones that said the Olympic. And it was there uh from September twentieth, the Olympic was pulled in September twentieth, April whatever, April 15th was when the Titanic. So they had seven or eight months to do this. And they switch out all these nameplates. Now, here's why: because they want to send out the maiden voyage of the Titanic that actually has insurance on it. Uh, the other one, the brand new ship, they could run for years and years. Uh, you know, just based off the fact that now they can't get insurance on it. So, the Olympic, quote unquote Olympic, which was the new ship that was built, ran for another 25 years, and it was the you know the name of the entire company. So they send out the Titanic. It's been damaged. They put a paint job on it. They switch everything out. They send it out and sink it in the middle of the ocean, um, specifically for the insurance money. For that cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> for that cheddar. Um, because it was insured at $5 million. Now it took $7.5 million to build the Titanic. So why was it insured at less than what it was actually valued at? Um, which was crazy because they could—they thought since they lost all the insurance money on the Olympic because of that crash, they could at least get three-fourths of the insurance money off the sure. Titanic and pay for that original ship, which was only that much money. Right. Right. Here's the odd part: J.P. Morgan literally five days before the Titanic's maiden voyage on gets April 15, 1912, policy. so he increases his insurance money. It gets even crazier: J.P. Morgan was set to ride that ship, right? He and (laughs) hold on, listen. He and 50 people, 50 people, including the president of the White Star Line and all of the board of directors, bailed two days before it was supposed to sail, claiming illness. So, why didn't they get on that ship? I thought
3: you were going to say two days
2: later, he's at the insurance office trying to collect. (laughs) Like, where yeah. the fuck's my buddy? That was like three days later. He I've was there with his gum. mistress. She's like <laughs> smacking her gum. Like, when are you gonna get that money? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean it's it this conspiracy theory goes deep. And it's So okay. Something did sink, if that's your question.
2: Well, no, that wasn't my question. <laughs> my question is People would, there has to be too many people that would have noticed them painting this boat to like, like switching the name, you know, it's like, it's, that's not something you just do immediately. It feels like, you know, if you're changing the name on a boat, that's already says the Titanic and this one says Olympic or whatever, like James Cameron, if they're like,
3: they send that submarine down there and they find like, you know. A desk drawer that says olympic on it
1: so they found it but they can't find any writing that says the titanic either um which is another crazy part because they could change the name plates but the nameplates are so like i don't know oceaned over or whatever it's called Um, That's probably not a thing. Deteriorated, maybe? Deteriorated. I like Ocean Dover.
3: Ocean Dover, man.
1: Uh, I'm quitting that, by the way. So uh, to wrap it up with the Titanic. So uh, it's originally the Olympic. He sinks the ship, 1,500 souls die, 800 live. Um, Here is where it gets, and you didn't think it could, but it gets even crazier. So the conspiracy goes even further to say that Titanic did not hit an iceberg, it hit a staged ship in the middle of the ocean because an iceberg couldn't have caused the damage to cause a, a ship to, sh- to sink. Um, the Titanic hit this ship, or quote-unquote iceberg, right where the damage was to the Olympic from that crash the year before. And that is where the shit gets weird to me.
3: That's Damn. it's criminally brilliant. What if the name of the staged ship was like Tip of the Iceberg? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's oh, brilliant.
1: It would have been I too think it's perfect. I
2: think it's great. And uh, then yeah, uh, to I want this to be true.
1: So see you believe it a- except like for it's a very out, believable except for a lot of people died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's well yeah, there's Other that aspect tough. of it. So basically JP Morgan if this is true is the biggest mass murder of all time. Not even close. But he's... he's, he's, he's in um, one shot. In well, one, in well, I mean, maybe. it would be more than no. just him. Like,
2: it would be like a whole... Like, it's, the it's board a of directors you know? of White yeah, Star, like, yep. Yeah. Because there would have to be so many other people involved. Like, they would have to have somebody, like, in government office that was investigating it or whatever to, like, kind of get sure. the other way on stuff. Like, there's a...
1: It was also 1912, yeah, Because so I don't know how much they like, had. So that was, they, they that had was other... pre-internet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, pre-internet. just barely
3: pre-internet.
2: I like this. This is great. Yeah, so, that's a good one. All right.
1: Who's up next on the conspiracies? I think we've uh, had fun with the first two.
2: I'll jump in. So you guys have heard of Flat Earth, right? You oh, know yeah. You, you know what that was I'm that borderline. Is. Yeah? You're not convinced?
1: Not fully yet, but I'm borderline. Okay. I can, I can see both sides.
2: Anyway, I want to talk about uh, this guy named Rodney Clough. He had some uh, words for flat earthers. He says, I don't know how flat earthers can be so confused. They're obviously wrong. The world is not flat. It's hollow.
1: So, Um, wait a minute. We live in a big ball here? Basically, yeah.
2: The earth is flat. or I'm sorry. The earth is hollow. Uh, Our man Rodney Clough here wrote a book called World Top Secret. Our earth is hollow. So, this guy's whole... I mean, this is not a new thing. He didn't come up with this. This is like a theory that's been around since mm-hmm. the 15 and 1600s, and possibly even earlier than that. Right. Um, okay. But this is, this is somewhat more recently, so I just wanted to talk about him. But his whole theory is that the Earth's crust is 800 miles thick, and then beyond that, there is another crust and then there's another crust inside of that and then further down in that is like the center or whatever where sure. where everything is and it's like you know the cent- uh, the actual middle earth is like the size of mercury or something like that so it's a small little area yeah and there's three entrances in the world um, one through the north pole One through the South Pole and one through the
1: Himalayan mountains, I think they said. Mm -hmm. If you were eight hundred miles thick down from where we're sitting right now, all the way around the earth, wouldn't that like knock off a lot of space? What do you mean? Well, you could be using down there. Like just more Well, I mean it's like
2: I think they said it's like it's four thousand miles to the center of the earth or something like that. Okay. And, And humans have only the deepest hole ever dug is like seven miles or something like that. Seven miles down. Right. Seven I mean, there there's like uh, oil wells that, you know, go diagonal or whatever that can be like even longer than that. But this is just straight, straight. down. Seven miles is the deepest we've ever dug. Okay. So anyway, these people, they believe that there is a race of people, well, humans live down there. But these humans, the atmosphere down there and the living conditions are so just perfect that these people have basically been able to achieve immortality. Like they can live for thousands of years. They're all at least 10 feet tall. They, uh, there is also, well, not everybody believes this, but there, people believe there's a, an alien race down there living also, um, Wait uh, 10 feet tall humans and aliens are cohabitating well, There's mixed opinions about that I guess like some people just think it's like it's just humans that have learned like evolved basically in the middle of the earth or whatever so they're like beyond uh, beyond
1: just regular humans. You're telling me that there are people living in our earth and they are better than us and they can live for thousands of years and they're 10 feet tall and they have to deal with aliens mm-hmm.
2: they can and they have their
1: own son? Yeah,
2: they have their own sun. I guess it's like in the very center of the earth. And then you're you live
3: on the outside. You live yeah. on the perimeter and you're always looking at the sun and you live there <laughs> you live there with, with aliens like that USA show, Alien Nation, except you're ten feet tall. I imagine because gravity it works a little differently down there.
2: I, I think it's something like that. There's like less gravity, less gravity it pulls you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, so you get pulled up like stretch arms. Right?
3: strong, <clears throat> kind of similar. And then and then um, there's probably something different with oxygen because oxygen co- is what corrodes. So I, I don't a think, a think you can ocean? use.
1: What was it? Ocean? Oceaned over. Oceaned, you get oceaned, oceaned over. over. I don't think you can use the word probably in a conspiracy theory. I think that just, just debunks it right there. Open your mind, man. You have to be convinced.
2: <laughs> this is a quote from Diane Robbins, another hollow earth theorist. Those living at the center of the earth have evolved to be immortal. They're physical like human or they're physical humans like we are, but they live in peace, isolation, and seclusion and through this, they have gained their immortality. So, I mean, this is just some lady. Who knows? How do they not
1: have a population problem? Like, can they? Because they have achieved peace and figured out some. So they're not know, recreate. They're not don't need to creating. Yeah, that's a good.
2: That is a good point. If you're living forever, you're not. I get. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm I mean, gonna need. Maybe I'm I'm gonna, need,
1: I'm gonna need to get some sex if I'm down right, there. Everybody's
2: just on birth control down there. Or okay. They're they're, they're it's all unisex. They're at capacity, man.
1: <laughs> one out, one in.
2: So That's anyway, fun. anyway, they're like a lot of people believe that you know there's constantly like they have U, some sort of UFO technology, so they're flying out of these holes that are in the North Pole and South Pole, or the Himalayas or whatever, and spying on people here and just like are communicating with certain people. Bigfoot
3: monitoring us.
2: Yeah, monitoring us basically. Um, but and then there's you know th- this is like t- there's tons of stories. There's people that believe that um, a lot of Nazis from World War II found found the hole to the center of the earth, and that's where they hid out. Like Hitler made it down there, and just like <laughs> yeah, oh, they found d- the hole. It's just so funny to me. <laughs>
0: Hitler found the <laughs>
2: hole. That, that's what this whole it's about. But anyway, so. There's a bunch of people that claim that they have been there. There's one guy that, uh, if anybody is interested, you can dive into this. It's pretty fun to read about. But there's a guy named uh, Billy Fay Woodard, who was a colonel in the U.S. Army, and he claims to have found the hole. He claims to have been from there. He <laughs> was born there, and he had a twin sister, and they were both um, intergender. Um, I'm, I'm not. They had both. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they were adopted, and they both like allegedly had these powers and blah blah blah. And um, he was like kidnapped and returned to Hollow Earth by people. Like as a kid, they like you know he's like walking home from Cub Scouts. I'm sorry, I'm just paraphrasing this story because I read it, but you can look it up online. He's like walking home from Cub Scouts, cuts through a field, like just goes all the way home, doesn't even think anything about it. And everybody's like, "You were gone for six months. Where the hell were you?" And then they like hypnotized him. He was like. Told him that he was in the Middle Earth, and they did all these tests on him, and they told him that he was originally from there, and like, Sounds like it the plot just, of
1: stranger things, dude.
2: It is it is bizarre, and it is a fun, crazy read. Like I don't know, man. It, yeah, it, I might it, dive into this. It, it's it's fun. I, I mean, I'm not saying I believe this at all. Like right, I, I'm, not yeah, go, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying whoever came up with this and whoever just like keeps layering stuff on it it's goddamn entertaining (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll check this out
3: yeah i I, I like weird stuff like all these conspiracies i'm not sure i buy into them but i enjoy them
2: right dude it's just it's such an entertaining read and then you like it really gets you like thinking like kind of outside of the box and it's like how did people even come up with this and why am i not thinking about things in this crazy type (laughs) of way yeah I so
1: like if you're from or looking for the whole, uh holler at us. We'll give you we'll we'll <laughs> put you in the right direction. We'll give you Bucky's phone number. So that yeah. was that was good. Um so you know, we've we've done um Paul is dead. Paul Paul is dead. You so you titled yours. So uh Paul yeah. McCartney dies, Titanic never really sunk. There is a hollow earth with a sun and a race of ten foot tall people.
2: Yeah, like I said, uh, I'm sorry, the dude's name is Billy Faye
1: Woodard. Look Shears. him up. Holler at Billy Face. He's yeah. still alive if he Billy
2: dead? Shears Face <laughs>
1: So, again, we're happy to have uh, Shane LaRue on the show, our uh, famous composer of both of our theme songs and our theme song to this podcast. Shane, what do you, what do you got? What conspiracy theory do you want to talk about? Uh,
0: yeah, the one I brought in, because I just flew into Nashville recently, so I, I had a layover at the Denver airport, and I don't know if you guys have heard of the Denver ah, the that's, that's a big that's, one. The stuff that's going on at the Denver airport. I really didn't know. Uh, What's going on there? Ah, uh, so much stuff. Flights. International flights. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's crazy. It's... So I, I started looking up because I, I saw – the one thing I saw there was the um, – well, I'll start at the beginning of the airport. It was opened in 1995. The, a lot of people said they didn't need an airport. They had a fully functioning airport. It was like outside the city limits by a good amount. Uh, it's,
1: it's a far cry from yeah. downtown Denver. Yeah. But,
2: but it's, the old airport was closer to the city, right? Yeah. Very, yeah. Uh, okay. Stapleton. But it, so
0: it's 33,000 acres, which makes it the largest airport in America. So, it's, I can't just,
2: like wrap my mind around how big that really is. Like, that doesn't.
0: <laughs> I'm not really sure either. I, I you, wish live I had a, on, you live on an I, acre. I mean, you live on <laughs> one acre. <laughs> one okay. Acre.
2: I understand. Okay. Uh,
0: one of the things about it, though, if you like, so it's this giant swath of land, and uh, if you, there's like uh, satellite images of the runways, and they they're laid out, and what people claim is looks like a swastika. Which uh, led me to this great subreddit today called Hail Hortler, which is just pictures of people fucking up the swastika, like trying to draw it, but they can't. They fuck it up every time. So yeah, it doesn't look anything like swastika. It's a pretty big stretch, uh, but that's one thing they say. They also say that there's like underground uh, tunnels and buildings for uh, like FEMA shelters and uh, and the president. Uh, you know like
3: bunkers.
0: Bunkers,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of the underground stuff there. Um. Yeah, and it where Hoffa's buried, and Hoffa buried everywhere though. Yeah, he's um, everywhere. Yeah, Hoffa's underneath the football underneath field, the Denver airport. Yeah, <laughs> like they so. waited
2: until nineteen ninety five to bury his body. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, yeah well, they
3: buried him a long time ago. Yeah. They just needed that airport to move over him. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, isn't Norad like? Isn't that in Colorado? Like the north, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like I think the so. The air defense thing or whatever. Like it's in the side of a mountain somewhere.
3: It, it may. I mean, it makes sense if they were to put a bunker anywhere. Put it in the middle of the country in Colorado. You know, it, it'd be tougher in invading armies to get to. Totally.
0: And yeah, it does make sense. Um, there's a there's a dedication stone. So yeah, there's this dedication stone, and it says. um it says the New World, it, or it's put there by the New World Airport Commission. So if you guys have heard of the New World Order, that's right. where a little bit of this conspiracy jumps off. Um, and they, they are per- apparently credited with helping uh, fund and build the airport. Uh, one of Their like, explanation of this is it's, it's not New World Airport, it's New, comma, World Airport Commission. And they just, like, left out the comma. That's their uh, thing for uh, getting (laughs) past that. Uh, On the bottom, there's the Freemason scale symbol. uh, And there's a lot of Freemason imagery, apparently, uh, all over the whole airport. Yeah. Also, in the dedication stone, it says there's a time capsule there to be opened by the people of Denver in 2094. So 100 years after it was built.
1: Hmm. Oh, I can't can't wait to find out
0: what's in So that's Jimmy Hoffa, probably. Paul's head, maybe.
2: Paul's (laughs) head. head. Pez dispenser, Paul's head... Jimmy Hoffa's body and the insurance slip, the, from insurance the Titanic, slip. <laughs> JP
3: Morgan's insurance slip. Yes, Sweet.
0: they're all related. We're starting a new conspiracy theory today. Right? Yeah. Oh, I like this. Yeah, man. it's great. There's also what you guys may be super familiar with is the uh, statue outside the airport, which is yes, uh, yeah, which is a big giant blue horse, and it's called. Are they the locals call it bluecipher because it's Whoa. thirty-two feet tall, nine thousand pounds, uh, glowing red eyes. Yes, looks fierce as hell. The head uh, during construction, the head fell off and killed the artist that was working on at the yeah. sculpture.
1: I, that and that's the biggest thing that you notice. Like I've been to Denver a bunch of times, and I, I like flying in or leaving at night so I can see those eyes lit up.
2: Is there a significance? Like is Bronco, that Denver the Broncos? Uh, that's what it is. It's just the Denver Broncos. It's a stallion.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but does Colorado have some other connection? Is there a reason they're called the Broncos? Is that like wild horses there or something? Yeah, wild
1: horse. Country, be. Yeah, yeah. that, that oh, okay. it's not, or, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, this may be a this may be a dumb, a a dumb question. Stallion. I don't know. It's a hell stallion. Hell stallion. I always get cre- I always get creeped out when I'm at the Denver Airport. Uh, the last time I was there was a, a great time though because I was you know the when you go into check into your flight you take the little shuttles down to the mm-hmm. terminals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like underground. I don't know what, what you go, subways or whatever mm-hmm. kind of shuttles. I was standing right next to Questlove.
2: Did somebody come up to you and say, uh, "We need you to get away from Vice Love? <laughs> no, no,
1: no.
3: Excuse me, sir. I really need you to take a different shuttle. Yeah,
1: no, this story I, I didn't. Very I didn't fa- no, this was years later. I didn't fanboy out like Eli Manning in Sh- two thousand five. Should you guys Everybody. role play this? Yeah, let's
3: do it. All right. Uh, excuse me, stewardess. Could you could you help me? I need I need you to get this clown away from me.
1: Who's I wasn't that? The one saying... that keeps
3: going. Hey, is that Chris Love? <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> hey, is that Chris Love? But first. I held my tongue and didn't say a single thing mm-hmm. other than to my wife. I'm like, yeah, I think that's Questlove. Uh, I whispered it.
3: So you had to take a different shuttle.
1: No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I ran into Questlove at the Denver airport. Every other time I've been creeped out. Did you see any of the uh, murals that are there? I did see a few of the murals, and they kind of creeped me the out. The
0: murals are super creepy. They're kind of uh, really vivid depictions of uh, of some 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 wild stuff like... Uh, There's one where uh, there's a soldier who's wearing a gas mask, and he looks, he's got like a Nazi type helmet on carrying a huge sword. And then uh, a little girl who's dead, and then the world is burning behind them. There's like a lot of stuff that's like, uh, what was this guy thinking? Which is crazy. I mean, it's really cool art. It's just crazy that government officials like approved all of it. They and all they all saw it and they're like, "Yeah, we like it. Good. Continue Pain to it. allow it to be there." Yeah, yeah. It is dark. It's yeah, super you, super dark. You think that Is like, it
2: approved by government officials? I mean, it
0: would or at least like the airport commission the, the, oh, the, new, world, right, yeah. the new World Airport the, commission. Yeah, the new wow. comma like, yeah, World
3: Airport. Like, hey, could we need something a little more in timey? Could you
2: yeah, <laughs> could really? you update this? Yeah, we need that more is, more burning things and That damage. is bizarre. Who is the artist?
0: He's still around i mean he's still it's, and he it's had like done stuff before artist. this like this yeah. is
2: like his style and they were like we just want this style and he was like i think like there was, there's a
0: committee of uh airport people and artists who you know put together they like want, wanted this guy it's cool because uh the airport is like has started to play along with this whole conspiracy theory they're like aware of it um i was looking at, looking it up and they have uh signs <laughs> they have like construction signs right now like pardon our mess type of things and it's like, here's what we're doing with this. Uh, Well, it's like, why is this mess here? And it's like, A, we're adding new amazing restaurants and shops. B, we're building Illuminati headquarters. And C, we're remodeling lizard people's lairs. It's like, uh, they've got a good sissy humor about it. At least it.
3: They so, embrace it. It's great.
2: Yeah. How do you think that conspiracy got started? I'm sure it's got
3: to be the 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 dedication stone in the imagery. It's just got to be, I guess it's a culmination and people are just like, piecing it together drawing yeah. conclusions yeah and then, and
0: there's you know there's evidence i'm sure of people not wanting the airport to be there and then like yeah. trouble along because it it was delayed like 2 is, 2 like... years and like 2 billion dollars oh, right. over budget yeah yeah i remember
2: hearing about so that. so
0: there was a lot of like yeah money stuff in the beginning construction problems and costs and stuff like that. So I think just maybe it's just been building and building people right. have a problem with it over time.
3: I had read something or heard something that they, at the time that they had the luggage, the luggage claim was supposedly like going to be the most sophisticated luggage claim in the world. And then upon launch or opening day, it did, it never worked. It never worked hmm. when they launched it and it didn't, it didn't, it, that it was a complete failure. They had an insurance claim.
1: <laughs> here we go
2: it was damaged they so built it a, a new, new airport. airport right they built a whole new other
1: airport <laughs> on the, on the ground for the airport just like it overnight
2: the lawyer in this insurance
1: lawsuit Billy Shears, <laughs> Billy Shears. <laughs> William Shears Esquire oh, man. this is all coming full circle here this is great. If you uh, if you guys have any conspiracy theories, why don't you uh, tag us at them? We would love to r- waste our time reading about all of this.
3: A- stuff. Absolutely, there's there's so many out there. I mean, we could have multiple episodes where we
0: yeah, just yeah, do yeah, another yeah. one of these. Yeah, you and, know? They're, and they're super tantalizing. I think just humans, like in general, are like we love this sort of thing. Like, give us a little bit of evidence and a cool theory. And we'll just be like, Okay, yeah, sure. And we, we, we love to even entertain it. Like all this stuff, the Titanic one, I never heard that one, but I'm like,
2: I like that. I had never heard that either, and I'm like eighty five percent convinced that you're right about it. <laughs> well that's yeah. the other
0: thing too, is like with all of them the one thing they all have in common is the like the Hollow Earth thing. Like you can't prove. We can't go out and prove and dig seven miles down or more however much yeah, you said like, We can't we, fly over the North
2: Pole to see if
1: there's it's, a whole there or, yeah. or whatever, you know.
0: Uh yeah, like we can't do all that. There's like unprovable Aspects of them all And
1: yeah. people who Cover it up for Till their death It's it's like a lie Right um, Yeah well, So I, I read this morning That um, uh, Katy Perry Is really Jean Benet Ramsey Growing up <laughs> Oh I Yeah That's yeah. a good one I like that so one So only one. Only she knows that For sure Right what? And
3: her parents I guess But I mean You know Like they. The the Paul is dead one really goes back forever because I mean, like even like royalty, like they think like so-and-so prince or princess died in. in at a young age, and they're just like, eh, we'll just throw some commoner in there. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's been going on forever, stuff like this. Like, God, at least yeah. the rumors.
2: Especially back in the day, like, yeah, when there was no reporting or anything. Yeah. It's just like, yep, this is the kid. Well, yep, it's him. The <laughs>
0: insurance thing on the Titanic, like, that's the biggest thing. I, it makes me believe it because people it's, were doing insurance fraud like all the time back then. It was, yeah, yeah there's true. no
2: way to, to catch him, or it's a way harder. Yeah. So is the fact that we just have to pay so much money for insurance now just them catching up with all the people
3: that ripped them off <laughs> 100 right. years We're ago. We're still paying off at JP Morgan money. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Know. That's why my premium's so
1: high. <laughs> Oh man! Well, we J-P. want to thank uh, we want to thank Shane for coming in today, flying all the way from the West Guys, Coast just to do this podcast. Thanks right. for
0: having me. It's been a blast. Uh, yeah. Nashville's been a great. Uh, yeah, I love it here. We did. We did. I did a. Uh, what do we do? We biked or we took some scooters on the uh, walking bridge over town. Went downtown. Yep. We did some scooters. We did some Nashville things. It's been great. So in Juice we got Boxes on a pedal
1: 3, tavern.
2: Did it. Um, we got in that hot tub bus. Um, gross. What else do we do?
1: That sounds terrible. Uh, but we, got we
2: got on the back of that John Deere trailer. You my ate my question you is: ate some did... hot chicken and gotten that sp- in that hot
1: tub? <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> and the aftermath was exactly what you think. You said uh you guys got on scooters. Does that mean that uh, Shane survived and you wouldn't have scoot, in
2: Scoop Point and oh.
1: Scoop Point Zero? Oh? Right, because you're a local and you went and rode a scooter. I'm not a local. I'm a transplant. Uh, it only mm. kills locals. So you have to be from here to be murdered by the scooter.
3: <laughs> yeah, I stay away. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you got to soak up all Nashville has to offer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially with your pedal taverns and your you know John Deere tractors and and the woo girls. Did you watch them. Oh, movies? what did you
2: think about the Joe C tribute section of Kid Rock's bar? <laughs>
0: Uh, it was probably my favorite section. Uh, the bathroom at Kid Rock's bar was pretty pretty rock and roll, too. And I mean, I was just like... What was when your favorite I, when part s- about it? When I saw it, uh, the it, it. Uh, automatic soap dispenser. When I saw it, it was like, I'm just like, Kid Rock has a bar here. Finally. Yeah. You know?
1: What a big-ass he's Because he's a
0: real proud son of Nashville, too, I think, right?
1: Yeah. I think he came to Nashville the same time Juicebox did. Mm. Wait, I've so got, I've got, got, I've got a new conspiracy. So can, okay. <laughs>
2: Are you Kid Rock? <laughs> My name. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, that
1: Joe, you guys got to get down to Kid Rock's bar, that Joe C. Uh, yeah, up on the fourth floor. It is great. Yeah. It is absolutely great. It's if you, touching,
2: man. I mean, if you, even if you weren't a Kid Rock fan, it's a nice tribute to Joe C., man. He, he went through a lot.
1: And he was great. I saw a couple of shows with him actually still alive and, and rapping and being thrown around the stage. well uh we we hope you guys enjoyed another episode here of raising nashville uh feel free to follow us or like us comment review us send us you know things that you want us to talk about we would be happy to do that we will give you shout outs
2: can i give a shout out to bearded iris just because they have such a delicious beer and i
1: bearded iris uh if i'm not mistaken they are currently or were in 2018 the number four craft brewery in the country bearded iris you're making some great stuff down there in germantown keep it up Yes. Uh, we'll keep drinking it while we do this podcast if you keep making it and selling it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear.
2: Do,
0: do, 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 do. How do you do? It's me, Billy Shears. I'm Paul McCartney. <laughs> That's right. I never lost my head. No, sir. I've got it right here the whole time anyway I just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode love I learned a lot of new things about a lot of crazy people in particular those hollow earth folks I'm going to have a bit of a think on that one it's pretty good